All right, welcome back. We are officially in July now. We're getting close. Happy Fourth, everyone. Yeah, we're getting closer here. It's been a long, long off season. I, know. And the more, and I love doing this, but the more like I'm doing it, like we're just focusing on it. I just need football season. Here. I just want to talk about the games, like actual <laughs> mini camps, and actual practices. And but we're getting there. Yeah, we, we are getting there. So in the meantime, question of the day. Also, this is not the question of the day. How much do you think a gallon of milk weighs? I was shocked when I heard when I found out how much it actually weighs. I'll go make it. He's a hand. I'm making motion for lifting the gallon of milk. I'll go six pounds. Eight and a half. Holy pounds. shit! Eight and a half pounds. Yeah, people are buying. 10 pound weights, just go to the store and right. curl some milk. Just don't go to who needs the gym. Just go and just, I mean, water's 8.1. So we need a light day. Oh, all right. It's not as heavy and fit. I not, not even say that. What was it? 2% whole. I wonder if they weigh, weigh different amounts. I'll, I'll figure it out for you. <laughs> I just Googled it. That's, but I was scared. That's not the question of the day. I was just mind blown. I'm like, oh, it weighs maybe Eight three, pounds. four pounds. But think of people who drink like a gallon of milk a day. They're fat. They gotta be fat. <laughs> Eight and a half pounds a day, but I drink a gallon of water a day. Well, you're. Oh, well, I guess. I don't know how science works. I. You have a biology major. I don't. Again, I don't know how science works. You have a biology major. That somehow the water just. You're not sweating out milk. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you're sweating out water. You're peeing water. You're not peeing milk. They're all okay. Question of the day. Uh, I'm a big movie person. Love movies. I can't wait to see actually the new Elvis movie that just came out. Oh yeah, that looks that real really good. good. And just saw the new Top Gun. Um, Jurassic World's out. I heard well, that one kind of sucks, but I'm still probably gonna see it. Well, and the movie theater in Geneva, they have a full bar. Oh Count yeah, yeah the, the one in Illinois where I'm from, with that they have a full bar. Is it too. in Matt? It's in Huntley. No, what kind of movie theater? What brand? AMC. Oh okay, I've never yeah. been to an AMC. Um. But so question of the day, movie related, which characters are not portrayed as villains, bad guys, but honestly should be looked at as a villain? So this is your question. You so go I'll first. Go first. There's, there's a lot of. And what... the only reason why I came up with this was because I'm scrolling through. I found a movie. And I was, it was uh, Karate Kid. And then the next movie I saw, I'm like, oh, this fucking guy. Willy Wonka. Grandpa oh, Joe. Oh my God, is that's a, that's the one. Worst that's one of mine. <laughs> this man, and I'm watching it, and I'm just hating him even more. He can't work by any means. You know, he can't work. He lays in bed with three other people every single day. Can't work. He's buying tobacco when his family has to eat cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> Not even cabbage. Cabbage water. Like that's their soup. Cabbage water. And then all of a sudden, Charlie Bucket. It's the golden ticket. This man's is doing that, flips. Is that his last name? Yes. Okay. Buckets. Oh. <laughs> and this man's just doing flips and dancing. Bro could have been working He's his gonna, butt off. <laughs> they're they're throwing a parade at their house because they have a loaf of bread to eat. You, you know. This man is the worst. <laughs> yeah, I that was the very first one I That's the, on. <laughs> I saw this movie I'm like this fucking guy over here. When was the last time you even watched that movie? They literally just said I turned it on this weekend. Oh Jesus, I haven't seen it. I had to leave, so I didn't get to finish it. But I saw Charlie Lee in the Chocolate Factory, and it's the same thing. Grandpa yes. Joe still sucks. So I'll, I'll I'll pivot. I didn't write this down, but I'll do actual Willy Wonka as my first one. Whoa! 
this dude, he has little slaves working for him and Oompa Loompas. Every work has people that work for him. He brings kids in and they don't come out. (laughs) He only one of the five. They all got out. What? Where? When? What? Even the end of the movie. If they all get out, they're traumatized. They're still traumatized. Does Violet ever go back to normal? In the new one, she's back to normal, but she's super flexible. In the original, does she stay like that? I don't know. <laughs> how is this man just needed an assistant and cost four kids their life? How <laughs> sick is this dude? <laughs> what happens to the other three? I don't even know. <laughs> um, one goes down because she one falls in the river. What happens to like the, the dude that tall falls on the chocolate? Yeah, river? Augustus Gloop. Yeah, Augustus Gloop. <laughs> um, I don't. God, I, I didn't finish the original, but in the new one, they all get out. And Augustus is just covered in chocolate. He's just licking his hand. His mom goes, don't keep doing it. You're going to bite your hand off, whatever. Mike TV is like 10 feet tall. Because he's the one who gets evaporated into like the TV. Oh, yeah. So he's like 10 feet tall. Like this, like as wide as a piece of paper. Um, Violet, the, the not Violet. That's the blueberry girl. Um, God, what's the rich girl's name? Oh, I, I can't think I can of it. picture. But she just comes out. She was in a dumpster. <laughs> what? The first, I typed in Google, what happens to the kids in Willy Wonka? The first article on BuzzFeed, it says, Willy Wonka basically proves that those kids got a golden ticket straight to death. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a kid's movie. This isn't a kid's That's movie. That's hilarious. Willy Wonka allegedly is a wonderful chocolate-making man, dot, 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 who has a factory that no one has been to for years. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he releases five golden tickets, again, to which no one's been to in years. Five kids went in, and only one kind of came out. So the original <laughs> one came out. That's whole, The new one, they all five come out. That is hilarious. <laughs> you, tell, you tell me your second one, and I'm going to keep looking at this. Dumbledore. Oh, interesting. Dumbledore. This man is the greatest wizard in all of wizardry, right? Mm-hmm. And he allows Harry each year. A 12-year-old boy. 11, to, 11, 11, he starts yeah. out. To take on Voldemort every year. He doesn't help. He doesn't help him. <laughs> he physically doesn't. He, this man has the Elder Wand. He's the greatest wizard. He can you know, the head order of the Phoenix. And the Triwizard Cup, oh, it's out of my hands. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's not a 12-year-old to the basement to fight a snake. And you're, <laughs> like, you're telling me that Hermione, fucking dumbass Ron, and Harry can find the Chamber of Secrets and you can't? You've, oh been, there for, you've been there forever. You can't find the Chamber of Secrets? Don't you think he would have been expelled at some point? How are parents still letting them go to, go to school? Would you send your kid back? If the, yeah, if the source After is- the second year. After the second year, hell no. The first year, I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's just one bad teacher. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Second year, hell, fuck that. You know, kids are getting, um, they're getting frozen. Not frozen, but uh, petrified. Yeah. Right? Petrified. And they send them back for a third year, and then a killer's on the loose? No, the Dementors? Oh, my, those things kind of scarred me as a kid. Like, Dumbledore just allows Harry to do it, and then just doesn't give him anything. Like, love Harry Potter. But God, come on, Dumbledore, you just you're bad. Uh, where do I? I know you're not going to take my third pick, so I'll go. I'll go. Ferris Bueller is actually the villain. Wow. Yeah, because oh, he did wreck a car. He is a bully. <laughs> he bullies <laughs> a bully. He bullies Cameron. Cameron so... And he bullied the print. The principal's just trying to do his job too. 
Yeah, but the principal's he, extra. He is an ass. Like, dude, it's, it's let him go. Who cares? You have a, two thousand kids to worry about. I mean, yeah, he he bullies and peer pressures kids into skipping school. Well, Cameron's sick. He should have stayed in bed. He was not sick. Cameron was sick. He should have stayed in bed. He took, he bullied him into taking the car out. Not a car. Not like a, not like a Toyota Corolla. A fucking Ferrari. Brexit. Dude's a narcissist. I, there's no other way around it. He, <laughs> he's got main. That is such he, a good. He, he lies to his parents. He does. He does. What, he thinks there's no consequences at all. Well, he doesn't get in trouble. He doesn't. Which he doesn't, dude, that, yeah, his sister's the only one who knows who he really is. <laughs> and then he, then he has um, a charity going around for him. What? Yeah, because he's dying. What is this? People are sending flowers to his house, and he's, he's a out, narcissist. He's out and about. He just, just likes the attention, catching a foul ball. Yeah, regularly. That's a good one. Harris wouldn't be my friend. <laughs> no, because he's taking your jeep and he's wrecking it. Oh my he's god! He's gonna put it in reverse and put the miles back. All right. So what's your third one? My third one. It was. It's a kind of a broad one, but I'll just leave it up. The Avengers. Oh, they ruin cities so like it. It's billions of dollars they're ruining in cities and buildings. It, to what? To fight off an alien? The, what's the alternative? The alien takes over the human race? I don't know. It's not cost them a billion dollars to fix the city. Like, like they're obviously not like the villain, but what they can do it in a better way. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. You don't need to ruin a whole city every year. <laughs> it's an every Liter- year Literally. Like, <laughs> every superhero. I think, ba- I'm trying to think. I think Batman is the only one who really doesn't like ruin the city. And I feel like our superhero. I'm, I'm not a big DC guy, but I've seen every Marvel movie, and, right. and that is true. They are just they wreck. Just jumping building the building. Yeah. Right? Like, you can't. There are be probably gentle. there have to be more deaths by the Avengers trying to say quote unquote right, save, save everybody rather than you know the bad guys actually killing people. They're not killing. They're just taking over. <laughs> they're just taking over, and they're trying to fight off people who are fighting them, which are the Avengers. Right. So that's a that's a good one. I like. <laughs> they just I like, ruin I like everything. That. No, they don't. Money's nothing to Tony Stark. Oh, I mean, he has all all the money. He has every he has every penny. Yeah, that was my other one. I know even I know you're not a big Star Wars guy. I've been on a big Star Wars kick. So I'm sure you don't even know the Jedi. They're supposed to be these protectors of the realm. You know, fighting off bad guys. They literally take kids from their homes who have potential and turn them into soldiers who they're not supposed to have any emotion whatsoever. And like they're basically like stuck choosing this one path in life, and like that's it. Like they don't have any special. That sounds path. awful. It, it it really is. And in the third movie, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it since 20, 2005, six, whatever, Anakin now Darth Vader he kills Wait, what? all the. So Anakin he basically He's got Darth Vader. He in episode one he got taken from Wait, his. the third movie. Right in episode one, this little boy oh, gets okay. taken from his home and turned into a jedi and the the reason they don't like him like they like keep him secret and you know all that is because his powers are too great and they're like scared of his full potential and then that's when he turns on everybody else and the, anakin is darth vader a young little anakin turns into darth vader by the third movie and he tr- and luke is his son luke is his son yes you have to watch the movies i did Wait, so what but Anakin's last name, Anakin Skywalker, well, is Luke Skywalker's but, dad. But then he goes by Death Darth Vader. Correct. It, oh, yeah. I knew that. It, you have to watch, I don't watch Star Wars. I didn't think I would like it either, but it's actually pretty good. But regardless, the Jedi, you know, 
they're I, they have good intentions, but the way they do this shit, <laughs> they just capture they just kids. they just take these kids from their homes. I mean, Anakin was a slave to begin with, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Did you have any other ones? I know you just said wrote down. Four. You you wrote down Marvel. I wrote down. Oh, have you seen the first Thor or any of the Thors? Really? No, they're boring. Yeah. Okay, the well, first two are really boring. I fell asleep. Odin, Thor, and Loki's dad. Well, okay. Loki's not related to them, but he takes Loki in as his own. He's basically just like this shitty like guardian uh, no like an ice oh. giant he's from like the ice giant race or whatever okay. he takes him in and he like loki thinks like oh like i'm i'm set like he he thinks of me as one of his own odin is the only person who can like basically tell the thor's hammer now thor's hammer mm-hmm. you know who who is worthy and only two people in the marvel realm are worthy mm-hmm. it's thor and then we find out later spo- another spoiler alert captain america can yeah. also wield it Thor or Loki literally gets treated like shit. And that's, I think that's ultimately why he turns bad because he really, you know, he was evil and conniving to, in the first movie, but right. throughout the series, he's really like shit, like, you know, shit upon every, right. every movie by his, his dad. And I think Odin is a true reason Loki turns bad. So it was a dad's fault. It is. It happened to me. Just kidding. Dad. <laughs> Uh, All right. All right. Let's get into the NFC South today. All right. Powerhouse at the top. Bucks 13 and 4 last year. Tom Brady finishes a QB3, 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns. You know, he just he can't, he, be, he beats every, he beats everybody, uh, you know, including time. I don't he's not doing it again. Like those stats, you know, I don't think he would either with Godwin missing half the year. And Ru- Gronk retired. Russell, yeah, time. Russell Gage is no Chris Godwin. No. He'll make up for some of those, but you know, uh, he, he did have his second most rushing yards of his career last year. It was eighty-one what? yards. I was gonna say hundred. <laughs> eighty-one yards. You have to take that into effect. That's eight fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, so like we said, he's losing Godwin half the year. He, you know, he lost Antonio Brown. Those were a lot of touch, no, touchdowns and targets. Yep. You lost Kronk. Bruce Arians is gone now. New system. Well, they're saying that they're going to keep the system for the most part, but it's still a new guy running it. Right. Um. Yeah. He he had a he had his MCL surgery last June, but he says he finally feels back to normal. So I don't know. Take that with what you will. I mean, it doesn't bother me that much. But he is missing Godwin for at least half a season. At least. At least. Kronk retired. Um, again, he's going in the ADP of 87.7, so the eighth round. Eighth round. Which, again, that's where he's going last year, and he ended up being a QB3. I, I He'll still be in the top 10. He's going as a QB10 right now, but I don't know if he can be in that top three again. I mean, yeah, if you want a quarterback with a top three upside, I don't think. I'm not. I'm, this isn't the year. No, I would agree. But if you want a safe quarterback safe. in those later rounds. His consistency is an A, an A, B, A. Not even a B. Like it's gonna be there. You know they're gonna throw the ball a lot. Yep. They're they don't they don't have Tom Brady just to run it, to run the ball. Like they're gonna fucking throw it. Right. I mean, he's he's never been a runner and he's proven he can do this year over year over year. Right. He's finished as a top ten both years on the Bucks so far. I don't see any reason why he can't keep doing do what have, he's doing. Do you have any sort of concern? No. Nothing. I no no. I would take him over Rodgers. I would take him over Stafford. Yeah. Rodgers just because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, those three I've been seeing Stafford, you know, within the five picks of each other all all these drafts. Yeah, Stafford, even though Stafford 
yeah, I, I think Brady is safer. Yeah. A lot safer, actually. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. I would be totally happy taking Brady in the eighth round if I stack yeah. my first seven rounds with our running backs and receivers. So for Dynasty, obviously, you're getting Tom Brady for probably just one year. If they win it, uh, who knows? Who knows at this point? We'll say two years just to be safe. But would you be willing to go like Brady in the? I think he's going. He's going later in Dynasty, obviously. Brady in the eleventh, and then Carr in the thirteenth, or, or maybe maybe not Carr. Maybe trying to think of like a, a Russell know. Russell Wilson. Two, night, two years over thirty, or two quarterbacks over thirty. I don't yeah. know if I'd want to pair no. two older quarterbacks together, but I mean Wilson should be relevant for another right. five. So would you six. like take Brady for one two years and then draft one of those rookies second year guys? I, I or are you staying away from Brady and Dynasty? I am staying away, yeah. but I don't blame you if you're going Brady and trying to go Brady and trying drafting two other quarterbacks. Brady and Lawrence, yeah, Wilson, something like that. Okay. Um, on to one of the shockers of the year. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. RB7 last year. RB uh, and six in uh, PPR. Okay, yeah. standard. Yep. But he's being drafted as RB14 again. I don't know why. He's... 812 yards and eight on the ground to go along with 454 and two. And he missed three year. games. He, that number, yeah, he did miss three games. The passing 84 work. 84 targets. Yeah, the passing work will go up this year. It will like, because I know mark we, it down. we talked about, and I actually wrote down like the actual numbers of it, with Godwin being gone. That's 128 targets. Yep. Gronk's gone 88, AB 62. That's almost 300 targets that are gone. I would love them all to, all to go to Mike Evans because I'm getting him in every league that I can, but they're going to go to Leonard Fournette. Some will go to obviously Gage, but he didn't use other tight ends right. really at all. You you can lock this in. He will be a top 12 running back, yes. and you will not have to pay top 12 running back price for him. No, I don't know why you don't take running him. back 14 in middle of the second round. I mean – the only thing that I've seen and I don't do it, which I don't know why, is I drafting Lenny and Mike Evans. You don't want to do that, especially so early. But yeah, I'm not they both have easily have top twelve upside. Easily, like safe, easy top twelve upside. It just sucks when the Bucks have a bad game. They're probably both. That's two of your eight starters right. having a bad game. But do you really see them having a bad game, Mike? Not like I mean, bad where they're not playable. Not often, but I two of my first four picks I don't want to be on the same team. That's no, just yeah, me. no, it's totally fair. Okay. <clears throat> Any pair Brady in and, but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, but he also got paid under Fournette. He got three years. He's got a couple good years left on him. He's there for a while. I could see him getting a hundred targets. That's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. Only Sixteen more, and he missed three games, and they. So does he have top five upside for you? Let's see. So we both agree he's top ten upside. But so the top five running backs in redraft are being drafted: like Taylor, McCaffrey, Henry, Eckler, Cook. I think he's next. You don't see any of those guys falling below. I think the him. only one that he could pass would be Cook, which is because of the passing game. I would say Eckler because I think Spiller will be more involved. I don't think as much as we think, and Eckler just get you just gets used so much in the passing game. Eckler literally just had ninety four targets, yeah, and seven hundred yards, eight touchdowns on the ground, with also twelve rushing touchdowns. Like it's not like Eckler had like eighteen rushing touchdowns like JT. Right. And, you know, it's not like he won't be – he can easily repeat 12 rushing touchdowns. So you're taking – you got more confidence for that over Mixon, Swift, all those for guys? For safety reasons. Yeah, for safe. I, I think – I mean, Mixon could be a top five again. Swift has the ability to, but I'm talking about safe, week over week safety. It's Leonard Fournette. Okay. Mike Evans, talk Mike, about he, talk about safe. He's stop. literally the definition of safety. Here is what he's done 
in his career. 13, 22, 2, 17, 9, 15, 11, 9. All over 1,000 yards. Yeah. There, he's had 13 and 14 touchdowns the last two years. You can ink him in just as safe as Fournette. He'll have oh, at least 10 touchdowns this year. He's been anywhere from 70 to 86 receptions, 11, 1,000 <clears throat> yards. He floor is wide receiver 12. That is, and he's being drafted as wide receiver 10. Yeah, middle of the third round right now. I think he'll he'll his ADP will go up. I wouldn't be shocked if his ADP by the start of the season is the second round. I mean, he's so for some reason they have Debo and AJ above him, and I could see him going Cup, Jefferson, Chase, Adams, Diggs, and then him and Lamb. I wrote down <clears throat> it's yeah, it's Hill, Lamb, Debo, Brown, Mike Evans right there. I would take CD Lamb over Mike Evans just for the upside, but that's it. But what's the difference on the upside? What's the difference between Mike Evans and CD? I think Russell Gage is better than the rookie receiver, wide receiver two right now in Dallas. Yeah, there's also Dalton Schultz. There's also Cameron Braid. <laughs> I know Cameron Braid, but I think I think CD and Mike Evans are in the same scenario. But one has proven it his entire career. CD has not proven that he can be a legitimate wide receiver one. Mike Evans has. That's true. Yeah, Mike Evans he does Mike nothing has with that. Top five upside, which you're getting as a wide receiver ten. Yeah, if I go RB, RB, and Mike Evans is my wide receiver no. one, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and he is the same age as Devontae Adams. It, it's crazy to think that they came in the league together at the same time, and everyone says, oh, Adams is the best receiver in the league, which he is, in my opinion. He has been in the past two and a half, three years. Mike Evans literally has all better stats. He gets him. no respect. No. Adams is, you know, as he should Adams be. Adams is better. As he should be yes. considered one of, if not the best wide receiver in the league for the past three years. Right. Where's Mike Evans in this? Anywhere right. in this I, conversation? It's just because he, one, he hasn't had Aaron Rodgers his entire career. He had Jameis Winston, and I don't even know who's before Jameis Winston. But since he got Tom Brady, he's since he's gotten Tom Brady, his touchdowns have literally been he's had fourteen and thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, that's and, Devontae and Adams. Yeah, you're missing Godwin too. He's he's, like, he's being put in this Devontae Adams situation yes, this year with the elite quarterback. No competition. Top five upside. Don't take him if you're in my league. Please don't. Like, <laughs> just leave him for me. But Evans and Pittman is just a great combo. And Evans is going to be a top five receiver. I would agree. Chris Godwin. I want to talk I, about his ADP. I wrote no for me in redraft. Dynasty is a question mark. His ADP is fifth round. Which, why? <laughs> they want <clears throat> Michael Pittman is going in the fifth round. Or yeah. fifth round. You're, you're telling me you don't want Mike, Michael Pittman over Chris Godwin. Who's missing half the season minimum. I mean, so you, what if he falls to the sixth round? No. Seventh round. No. Oh, my God. I am not drafting Chris Godwin because he's not going to make it to the tenth round, ninth round, eighth round. He's not going to make it there. I'm not drafting him in redraft. Okay. He's coming off a torn ACL in, what, late December, <laughs> January? It was week 16. Yeah. So – Think that's like literally right around there, mm-hmm. and dynasty is a question mark because how's he going to bounce bounce back? Right, Brady's there for we assume two more years. You okay over there, bud? I don't know, dude. I'm coming off a off a cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, yes, his talent is obviously off the charts. He's 26. He's still in his prime age, right? And he had a wide receiver two finish three years ago. He has finished as wide receiver 16, and he was 31 the year before because of another injury. 
Do we? Yeah. Do we know when he'll return or no? I don't know if there's no, been any report on the it. Latest summary is, um, this is is it's funny to me. May miss the start of 2022. No shit. Yeah. He's missing the start of this. It's a nine month recovery. And he with, got injured late last year, like December, January. Yeah. Season starts September. Everything has to go perfect for him to even be. I think he starts halfway through. I don't know why you rush it. Right. Let him be ready. You don't need You're, him. You know you're a playoff team. You Let don't him get need healthy. him September, October, early November. Let him come back in late November, December, yeah. and be more healthy and have him rested right. for the playoffs. That's what I would do, but what do I know? Um, well, it, I don't have him. I don't have him. He's kind of he's gone injured the past two years, and he's not the best receiver on the team. So let's talk about Russell Gage then in the 11th round. Last year, that's a steal. That that is a steal. God again, Godwin targets right. Gone. Godwin was averaging before he got hurt nine targets, seventy nine yards. That's gonna be Russell Gage in the eleventh round. Close to it, yeah. He was the he finished as a wide receiver thirty eight last year. The wide receiver three being drafted as wide receiver fifty five. He upgraded that quarterback. Yep. Upgraded in volume. Upgraded on everything, and he's being drafted less than where he finished. Yeah, Gage could make the biggest jump out of any of these receivers this year. He easily could, and I've been drafting him. It's uh, I've been drafting Evans a lot, and then I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go Gage. I know it, it's it's tough. I've I've like so the, that's the only good thing if I don't get Evans is I'm getting at least in my mocks I've been drafting Gage. And like the eleventh, tenth, eleventh round, I've always had the you know go going back and forth between three guys: right. Gage. Lazard and MVS now in the Chiefs. Yeah. And I like all three of them. And all if three. I get one of them, that's I'm fine with that. Yes. I mean, he had 94 targets, 66 catches, 770 yards, four touchdowns. How can he not repeat that and finish as a wide receiver 38 again? Right. Where does that not, not line up? So top 24 upside. Is that a real possibility? It's an upside, yeah. Only being the wide receiver two for half the year. Yeah. I think that's his, that's an that's just upside. That's what the best he can do. Okay. But I think you can solidify him as a legitimate flex play, and you're drafting him in the 11th, 12th, 13th round. Right. Why not take a shot on him with a high-power offense? I'm Brady. I would agree. Rock is retired, so Cameron Brady is irrelevant. Didn't talk about him. Didn't write no. him down. Saints, 9-8. and eight, Just barely missed the playoffs last year. <laughs> And I was doing this, and I'm like, I don't even want to write anyone down. Even though they have fantasy-relevant players. They have a lot of risky picks. They do. And to start off with Winston, he finished QB 32. He played seven games last year. But he was on pace for 34 touchdowns, which is awesome. Right. But in those seven games, he had nine of them in two games. Like, that's nine yeah. of those 14 he had in two games. Right. Yeah, he's going undrafted. I, I he will continue to go undrafted on my teams. What about your teams? <laughs> I don't think I have drafted him. Um, he has been moving with a limp, um, a visible limp. So I don't know how the recovery. If you if you see his videos, you think he's an all star. Um, you don't see any upside with him. I'm sure the upside's there. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not the risk. Risk outweighs the upside, though. I mean, his last full year, you can't out. You he know, was QB four. Yeah, you last full can't discredit play. these 5,100 yards and 33 touchdowns. How many picks? Uh, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> Less than his 33 touchdowns. So you're not you're not taking them anywhere. I mean, no, but the upside is there. If you want to take a late round, if you want to play the quarterback streamer game. <clears throat> All right, Camara, you and he 
we just no, a couple. No, I've. No. I have not taken them in any mock draft because I knew this was going to happen. And that's why they're mock drafts. I yeah, if, but you've been taking them a lot. I you had like his, you liked where his value was at. But not anymore. No. His, we don't know the full ruling yet, but he is slated to miss, quote-unquote, at least six games. If that's the case, good luck to whoever takes Kamara. Well, he finished the RB8 last year in 13 games. Five. But I would, re- I would like to someone, start the season the first six going games. In the second round. Exactly. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, when he does play, he is electric. He was the RB1 two years ago. Right. Like, he is so good, so talented. Um, his 17-game pace last year was almost 1,200 yards, a little over five touchdowns, 87 targets. Another six in the air, seven in the air, 575 yards, 307 total points. I don't know exactly what Taylor ended up with, but he, he would have been in the top five. Right. I mean, the narrative is if you're spending a second round pick, you have to stomach and live with the fact that he's missing your third of the season. Your team is not going to be as good as other teams to start the season. That I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Because yeah. when so, he comes back, he will put up RB1 numbers. So where do you, he misses six games, where do you draft him? If he falls to the fourth round, I think I would take him. Okay. It you know depending on how, if well, how, how safe my right. first three picks are, but yeah, I would have to have a safe first three picks. You know, mm-hmm. Taylor Evans or and someone else, right, to take a shot on Kamara. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I I haven't been taking him in any mocks just because I I knew <clears> he was going to get suspended, so I just didn't want to think about it. Yeah. But in Dynasty, what's your thoughts on Dynasty there? Um, I'm out on him. He's an older running back. I would like to have my running backs play for me for the next two, three years. And I don't know if Kamara has that much relevancy left in him. Right. And you don't want your running backs punching people at Pro Bowl weekend either. (laughs) So, all right. Michael Thomas. I I don't know if people even know who he is anymore. Yeah. Didn't play anything in 2021. Only played seven games in 2020. 2019, though. Wide receiver one. And not only that, he set the reception record. Yeah. I mean... Listen to these numbers, 185 targets, 149 catches, 1,700 yards, nine touchdowns. But he's still not practicing. Right. He still has not practiced. I don't understand why. His ADP is in the sixth round. Are you touching him there? No. I was going to – I thought about taking him last year. I think he was going like in the ninth round, and I didn't. And I was like, oh, whatever. I just lost lost a huge value. I mean, this is – He didn't even play. I know. This is – a risky guy, but if he booms, we're gonna be all, all gonna be like, "Fuck! I should have seen this coming." Like Winston was a top three quarterback. As of now, fully but played. until we know, <clears throat> like I mean, they're, they're OTAs in June. They're meaningless, right. veteran guys who have done it. But if he is not practicing through training camp, no, no, oh, no. If he's fully healthy and you know getting some snaps, you know, a drive or two here or there in a preseason. Then yes, sixth round I would take him. I then yes, re- I if really he's would. actually being productive and on the field, sixth round's a home run. He's the he's the clear wide receiver one. Yeah, he's not. He's the slant man. He's gonna get you catches. He's gonna get you ten catches a game sometimes. Right. You I mean, can't. Yeah, he's only twenty nine years old. He's still got some juice left. He in does him. have juice in him, but if as of now I am out on him, it's way too much risk for a sixth rounder. Yeah. The, I, I don't think there's any player that we'll ever talk about with, you know, a wider range of potential right. outcomes than Michael Thomas. Could, I'm not going to be surprised if he doesn't play again. Because he, he wants out. 
what I've been hearing. He won, oh. he wanted out last year. Oh, I didn't hear they that. They weren't trading him. Don't know if he still wants it, but I don't know. Did you write anything down for Taysom Hill? I know we're still on wide receivers, but <laughs> no, I didn't. No, okay. Did you? <laughs> no. But That's the funny. next receiver, the rookie, Chris Olave. Uh, what are your thoughts on Olave? Stat, I mean, he's what, going as wide receiver 44, ADP is 97.4. I like him, but, but between Drake London and Chris Olave, they'll be competing for right away year one most fantasy relevancy in 2022. Not Watson. No, no, no. <laughs> Why? Because I like the other guys better, and I, I, I like. No, you don't think Watson will be competing for fantasy relevancy? No, I've heard you know Watkins will get a bulk of it, Lazard will get the bulk of it, Jones and Dylan will get a lot more in the okay. passing game. There's too many. So miles. I guess if Kamara's out six games, Thomas There's, is out. Like, who's in the ball? Olave will beat out Landry, in my opinion, for the wide receiver two spot. And if again, it all comes down to if if Winston and that offense airs the ball out for. Even 4,000 yards. It doesn't even have to be a crazy number like 5,100 yards. He'll get close to 1,000 yards, I think, this season. So if Michael Thomas is in starting the season, are you still in on Olave? Uh, well, let's see where he's being drafted. He's being drafted. ADP is 97.4. So what round ninth is round. that? Yeah, I would take a shot on him in the ninth round. Yeah. I think he'll put up close to Devonta Smith numbers last year at 800, 800, 900 yards, a couple touchdowns. I just, I mean, I, I guess. The volume, like the pass attempts for the volume, it's just not there on the team. Uh, the team finished with 30th in pass attempts, 32nd in passing yards, 28th in passing offense, 11th in passing touchdowns. But the the volume just doesn't isn't there. I mean, for if he's the lone guy, uh, if Michael Thomas is gone, then I'm more in on him. But if Thomas is there, I'm kind of out on a lot of it. No matter in what, the ninth it, round, yeah. I mean, I guess that's where we have been taking our quarterbacks and tight ends and those, those later rounds, so right. I get it. And just because if Thomas is there, he's the number one. He's going to see 120 targets out of the very low volume that there already is. And they have a Jarvis Landry, who is more of that PPR safety net. Yeah. Which I think... I'm curious to see how much work and how much how much percentage of snaps Landry actually plays. I mean, he was wide receiver 54 in 12 games last year. His ADP is 134, so way, 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 way less. But he didn't have... A proven, yeah, he didn't have a proven all-star in Thomas. You know, he hasn't played in a while, but right. they didn't have a first-round rookie in Chris Olave now. Yeah. I mean, he he has been some, he's been fine. I mean, he, his last, this is his career finishing, 54, 33, 12, 18, 6, 14, 8, 34 for Landry. That's, I, I didn't know he had that many good finishes. Exactly. He, he goes very, he's very underrated. Um, And I think... I think he'll, oh God. I think him and Olave will kind of finish around the same. So that's why I have looked at Landry at the ADP of the thir- 134. His upside is not there, but I think he's more, I think he's safer. Yeah, I, I get it. it. But if Thomas is there, I don't want the other two. Correct. If Thomas is gone, then I think I would take the safety of Landry than the upside of Olave. Yeah, I haven't seen you taking either of those guys in any drafts. No. <laughs> no, I have not been for a reason. All right, let's move on to the Falcons. All right, third place, 7-10 and 10 Falcons last year, but they had Matt Ryan, which they no longer do. And they have a backup quarterback for the last three years who got job taken over by Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota. Mariota, you can argue he had one relevant year, but in my opinion, he's not. he hasn't had any relevant year in the league. He's a 
you know, perennial backup quarterback. Some guys come into the league and that's all they are. And I think that's Mariota. Yeah. They're going to get Desmond Ritter in there early, I think, because they are going to be a top five pick next year. And they want to see what they, they want to see as many games as possible. If Ritter has what it takes, if not, then they're going to move on. Yeah. I mean, Mariota is going literally undrafted. Yeah. ADP's 230. As he should. As he should. Ritter is going four rounds after as a as, rookie who is taking the third round. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't even pick up either of these guys for streamers. I know. I'm not touching these guys. Unless if I Jacksonville, maybe Mariota because he can run. But that, that would be if. I'm in a 16-team league, which I'm not, but you probably I'm not taking any of the quarterbacks from Atlanta. Um, there are really only two fancy relevant players on this team. I'd say three. Yeah, Cord- Cordero, yeah. Drake, London, Kyle Pitts. Yes, London. Yeah. So let's talk about Cordero. Yep. I finished. This is this is just insane. It makes zero sense for what he did and how. He has never been featured. Don't even talk about fantasy relevancy. He's never been featured in any offense in any sort of way except for last year. The Bears couldn't use him for some reason. Minnesota, L.A., or Las Vegas, New England, Chicago, none of them. He he was on special teams his whole career. I mean, he's a great kick returner, but he's never been featured in the running or passing game until last year. And it really goes to show, I think, you know, a couple of these teams missed the boat on his full potential. Uh his ADP is still the eighth round, finishing as the RB9 last year, 618 and six on the ground, and 548 and five in the air. I don't know what else to say. He's, he's, well, he's, what's weird and nice, he's listed as a running back and a receiver. So you can play him at both spots. Yeah. Literally, which, like, nice. I, he's literally not under the running back on sleeper. He's under the receiver category. Right. Mike but, Davis is gone. Russell Gage is gone. We have an unproven Drake London. Pitts will get his targets. Pitts will Pitts, be Pitts will get 150 targets. On, yeah, the clear passing first option. But I think it's going to kind of be Cordero next. He'll, I think he'll finish over 600 rushing yards again, and I think he'll get over 600 passing yards. Right, and getting that kind of volume in that late of a round for a starting running back in the eighth round, you, you, That's can't, a steal. you can't beat it. But it's just the thing, like, okay, can Cordero Patterson, who is 31 years old, can he keep up again? Is that going to be the same game plan with the new head coach? Right. With the new quarterback? I mean, you don't know, but in the eighth round, I'm sure it's hell going to try and take a shot. Right. I mean, you picked him up in waivers last year. Yeah. That in piss missile. Yeah. For the most part, was one of the two of the best pickups of the year. Yeah. I I mean, Patterson killed me in the playoffs. He's, right. I, does, does this concern you at all? RB 56, 31, 37, and 70. Didn't see more than two targets in each of his last four games. I mean, not really. Oh, <laughs> someone's trying to come in. <laughs> no, that's a coordinated Johnson's water bottle. Um, not really because they didn't add anyone else. I mean, they did draft. Uh, Quarterback play certainly got worse. Got worse. They did draft a running back, um, and they brought in Damian Williams. But I, I see Cordero being the main guy again in the backfield. Yep. Um, and they brought in Brian Edwards as a receiver. But it's just this. It's What's just, he do? It's just it's sickening how bad this offense can be. Right. Without the talent. Cordero Patterson is very talented, obviously. But, I mean, again, for his ADP value, it's a great spot. Eighth round, ninth round. Why not take a shot on something that could be? Yep. Um, if you already have solidified, obviously, your running back and receiver category. So him or Olave? 
Patterson. Okay. For sure. Because he's guaranteed should be guaranteed something. Hundred percent. Right. I'm assuming you agree. Yeah. Yeah. Drake London, ADP, middle of the seventh round. That scares me a little bit, but he's going right after Darnell Mooney. Right. That that shouldn't again, they're both wide receiver ones, but Mooney, as of right now, will get more work. He's the better receiver. All all well, what as of right now. As of this second. He's got, got the better quarterback. Because <laughs> the Falcons don't have a quarterback. Uh, seventh round, I'm again, I'm out. I, I like Elijah Moore better in that round. Darnell Mooney, like you said, Rashad Bateman in that round. Juju or London? Uh, Drake London. Yeah, I would. I think Amanda Smith. Juju, I don't think will be on the field 100% of the plays. London will be damn close to being right. on the field 100% of the time. Devonta Smith. Uh, I go, ooh, that's tough, actually. I don't know. One's a clear wide receiver, too, but he's proven he can put up numbers with his quarterback. And he's got the way better quarterback. I'd probably go Smith. I'd take the safer option. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I would, too. Devonta Smith. Um, okay. Even though I think the ball, I mean, I mean, it's just so crazy. It's hard to say because is Mariota going to be running the ball a lot? Is it, but we haven't seen Mariota play a, a meaningful game in three years. Right. I mean, lo- the volume is going to be there for Pitts, but besides that, London's going to have to be touchdown dependent, and I don't know how many touchdowns you're he's not, realistically going to get. You're not going to like my record for this for the Falcons. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, if you take London in the seventh round, I think that's a little early for my liking, but eighth round, I don't so- how high on him in Dynasty are you then? Uh, pretty. I don't know where he's going in Dynasty, but I mean, I like. Really? Yeah. Do you not like him? Just the. I mean, you, you literally just mentioned Mariota's probably not be playing a couple that many games, and Ritter will be playing. You know, you said after week four or five. It all depends. He shits on... the bed. It's another rookie quarterback that I got to deal with. Right. I just think does he have the talent? Is he the most talented receiver in this draft class? Yes. Probably. He's yeah. the most talented. He was, he was drafted to be, he, he got injured, and he still had like 900 yards in college last year and he missed half the season. Like, he is a talented freak. He's big, but the question mark, I mean, we're seeing it with Kyle Pitts. Right. He had one touchdown last year with right. Matt Ryan. So, well, yeah, let's, so let's talk about Pitts then in Dynasty. Are you still, are you scared for Pitts' situation? He's being drafted in the second round for Dynasty. Not as because he did prove it. I think the Falcons are like, hey, we have a dude, we got a stud. Let's focus around him. I think he's going to be more like Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And then they're going to build receivers around him. Just yeah. like what the Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. Obviously, London and Hill are completely different style of play. But I'm more in on Pitts, but just his ADP. Pitts' ADP is in the third, start of the third yeah. round. This I'm is not the, doing it. This is oh, If Matt Ryan was there, yes. I'm not doing it either, but this is the last time you'll ever – get pits in the third round until the back half of his, you know, back right. few last few years of his right. career. He's going to be in that Kelsey Andrews range. If Matt Ryan stayed or if they would have gotten, well, I was going to say to Sean Watson, but he's probably missing the season, then I would be all in in pits. But I'm just nervous taking a guy at the third round with no quarterback. I agree. And he had one, I mean, yeah, he had 110 targets, 70 catches, almost 1,100 yards, but one touchdown? I mean, yeah, he well, finished the- How is that? Matt Ryan threw 20. Right. Calvin Ridley played five games, maybe. I don't even know. Not many. How do you get one touchdown if you're the sole pass catcher? I mean, it's hard. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, there, And it was in London. You can't even do it in America. You no, had to score a touchdown yeah. in America. No, last time was in college. But I think, like you said, 1,026 and one last year. 
I think the yards and touchdowns have to go off. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if yards do by much, but touchdowns. I if you he dra- should get five. If you draft him in the third round, I think you he'll be locked. You're gonna be nervous it. playing him though. You will, but I think he will finish top five. You want to put in the third round? Do you ever want to be nervous playing? Oh god, can I play him? Not me, but not me. <laughs> that, that Look at us. That ain't me. <laughs> All right. I mean, the talent for him and London are both there. So if you if you like players based on talent, you want to draft around that. By all means, you're gonna get two home run talented players. But the volume should be there. But what is it gonna be? Good volume. Exactly. Good opportunity. That's the question. All right. Panthers five and twelve. They started out three and zero. Remember oh, that? I, no, you remember I, that? No, they I don't. They started out three and zero. Woof. <laughs> Buzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> <laughs> okay sam um, darnold oh, gross yeah i i don't like this he still thinks he deserves a shot he's 80 3 <laughs> 14. well let's see what round what that is That's the, not a round well according to my website that i get him all my stats from 27th round <laughs> in standard redrafts there's 15 rounds you could do a whole nother redraft in the same league and he still wouldn't be drafted it's, this is his fifth year he's Never started more than 13 games in his life. He's never finished as a QB two. He is never. He's his best finish was last year, QB 28, t- playing only 11 games, 2,500 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 picks. I don't know if I'd want that as my fantasy quarterback. I don't want that as my quarterback. <laughs> in the, I don't want that as my backup quarterback. <laughs> he was supposed to be the next big thing. Never. He hasn't panned out. And the latest buzz is Baker will be traded there. If Baker goes, does your thought on these other teams change? Or these other players change? Uh, not drastically, no. no. I maybe bump up a little bit. Would you draft Baker then? No. Would you? No. Okay. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh he no, he's saying. <laughs> but the two main people we need yeah. to talk about. Yes, I only have two people to talk yeah. about. Christian McCaffrey, <sighs> some people's 101. Which, I get it. I... He's, he's going to be, if he stays healthy all year. If there are he, no injuries, he will finish as the one at running back one. 100%. There's literally no one else who can do what he can do. He played in seven games last year, and he had 41 targets. And he didn't even play a full percentage of those games. Right. The, yeah, the last fully, fully healthy year, RB1, 13.87 and 15 on the ground, 1,005 and 430 air, 116 catches. If you play PPR... That's insane. That's 116 extra points. I, I'm looking. I, so I, I drafted him last year at the 102 because the guy who had him the year before didn't want to risk it, whatever. I drafted him. And first game, 27 points, no touchdowns with nine targets, nine catches, 90 yards. Second game, 25 points. He had a touchdown, six targets. Got hurt. He only played in 30% of the game, but he had six points to so whatever. Came back, played 50%, had 12 and a half points. Playing 50% of the game and you only 12 and a half points. Right. Like running backs play a full game and do that. And you're like, oh, I got me double digits. It's fine. The next two games, 60%, he had 26 points, no touchdowns, 90% snap share, 25 points. He does not need to score or play a whole game to be relevant. I mean, yeah, it's the the health is the biggest thing. It's, it is. And again, I still like it that none of the injuries have been ACL, Achilles. They've right. been they've been hamstrings, which are tough. Shoulders, which are tough as well. 
For for me in redraft, if I have the 101, I'm going Taylor. And then the second because you want the safety. Correct. And the second pick would be up in the air between Henry and McCaffrey yeah. for me. Is that you're kind of thinking? It's kind of just the way I want to go about it on my team. Do I do I want safe? You know. Um I would go Taylor just because he is younger. Yeah. And but I know I'm drafting a guy that is probably going to finish the RB three, five, three to five. Not bad, obviously. Right. Where McCaffrey will literally be the running back one if there's no injury. So, I mean, yeah, it's so really it, up to you. Again, it depends. You know, we talked about Atlanta last. You want to draft on the um, athleticism, the actual the skill of the player. This is you want to draft on what they can be. Have right. you seen it? Or are you going to play it safe? Right. So, but he is he's 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 a fantasy god. DJ Moore. He's one of the more underrated receivers in the league, in my opinion. He is. I mean, he started out last year so hot. I tried trading for him. This the guy had Aaron Jones as well. So I tried getting a Packer and uh I, he wasn't my guy for me last year. He had three he top twelve finishes last year, all within the first four weeks. Yeah. That's it. He boomed the first couple of weeks and then he just went stagnant. Yeah. He only had three top twenty-four finishes the rest of the year. After that, it's because his, his targets just his targets were still there in in all games, but the quality of the targets were so. I mean, I'll, I'm just gonna read. Here comes a bunch of numbers. Here comes his targets in the first four games we just talked about: eight, eleven, twelve, twelve. His catches were six, eight, eight, eight. Okay. After that is when he sucked. We just what was the stat again? How many top twenty finishes did he have or whatever? He had three top twenty-four finishes the last. 12 weeks. 12 weeks. All right. Targets 7, 13, 10, 8, 7, 7, 7, 10, 10, 11, 12, 8, 10. The targets were there. Right. It was just, I don't know. And obviously, we know what his quarterback play is. Darnold was seeing ghosts. Darnold was seeing ghosts. <laughs> but the talent of DJ Moore is there. The yeah. targets will be there. Yeah. I mean, he finished the last three years wide receiver 18, 22, and 19 on bad teams. I think he's. Going to be locked in again as a wide receiver, right. too. And in the first three games that McCaffrey was there, he still saw 8, 11, 12 targets. So, like, even if right. McCaffrey's back, his targets will still be there because there's no other really receiver. Right. Robbie Anderson has talked about retiring. He doesn't even want Baker. <clears throat> so, if he do gets, if they do get Baker, he might retire. Right. I mean, yeah, it, he's. I'm totally fine with his ADP back of the fourth round. He's being drafted as a wide receiver, too, and yep. that's probably where he'll, he'll finish. finish. Yeah. His upside is it's, it's there, but it's not high. It's not high. It's not high at all. If Baker goes, I am more interested in DJ, and I'm more comfortable with him on my team. Right. Just even though Baker and Sam have literally kind of done the same thing, but Baker has at least led teams to wins. Sam has not done shit. Correct. So that'll do it. Let's go right into standings then. There's, there's... I just feel bad with one of the standings I have for a team. Oh, you're gonna wait till wait till you hear mine. All right. For there should be a clear one, two, three, four. So we both, I'm assuming, have the Bucks first. Twelve and five, 12 and five for me, two for the Bucks. Saints, two. What do you got? Nine and seven. I have eleven and six for wow. the Saints. I do. I I really like this team this year. I think Camara's out. So if he, if he comes back fully, you know, 
assuming he doesn't, he's missed a couple games of all his career. If Winston comes back healthy, if Kamara comes back healthy, if Thomas, how com- many ifs are you going to say? If ifs and buts were something, they nuts, don't, what is that saying? They barely missed the playoffs last year at nine wins with all these guys out. Kamara played pretty much the whole season. Winston and Thomas did not, and they did not have a good, as good of a receiver as Landry and Olave last year. I just don't. The defense hasn't gotten worse either. And we'll talk about the seller teams last year. They should be easy four wins. Yeah. The Saints have a second place schedule. They don't yeah. play it's the tough schedule. The Bucks. I just, I see the Saints. Wins. I see the Saints being right around the Packers, battling for the fifth seed in the playoffs. Okay, well, that's just stupid. Panthers. Oh. What What do you got? I'm assuming you have Panthers third. Six and eleven. Four and thirteen. Yeah. Six and eleven. If Baker goes, maybe seven and ten. If Baker goes there, I'll switch. I'll give him maybe another win, right. but not many. <laughs> I like I like their defense. They're getting better. I love Jace Horn. I hope he comes back healthy from an injury. Do yeah. it all in. He was. But there's just they're they're great. A great running back. A great receiver. They just have weapons. Yeah. So that's why I gave him six. Falcons. My God. What do you got for the Falcons? One in fifteen. Holy shit! I put three and fourteen, and I did. Oh my god! <laughs> Who do you have them beating? They'll split with the Panthers. Let, let's look up the Falcons I have, schedule. I have their schedule. Carolina. The, the, I, I put them at one and one versus Carolina. I have their. Oh my. God. Read off some other shitty teams that they play. All right, so Cleveland. It's Cleveland. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stop you. Read it off. I'll stop you when I think they can beat somebody. Giants. I, Giants, they could be. That's my lone win. Okay, so I have Giants and Panthers right now. Saints, Arizona, Niners, Rams, Tampa, Atlanta. Atlanta plays Atlanta. No, oh, I'm on Carolina. Oh, oh, I was. Oh no, oh god, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was like, wait, what? I was reading Carolina. <laughs> sorry, Atlanta's. Sorry, okay. Saints, Rams, Seattle. That's Seattle, my, they could. That's yes. my lone win. Seattle, Cleveland. Tampa, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Carolina. Carolina, I have one okay. and one, so that's my second one. Chargers, Carolina, Chicago. Chicago could be three. Washington, Pitt, Saints, Baltimore, Arizona, Tampa. Yeah, so I put. But you wins. said could be. It could be three. I see one win, and that is it. When was the last time someone finished below three wins? Though we haven't seen it. We didn't see it last year. Uh, literally two years ago. Who? Jacksonville. Had one win. Oh, yeah, they started one and oh. We ain't done yet. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) And didn't Houston have like two wins two years ago, too, or something? Yeah, I mean, they probably did. They're just not a good, they don't have a quarterback. Their O line's bad. They don't have a receiver, a receiving core. And they have a tough schedule somehow. They do have a very tough schedule. (laughs) So you, you think Chicago would lose? They could. I, think, I don't think so. I think what I did in my head was I they beat they close. beat Seattle and then they they go one and one versus Panthers and then I think I had them thir- their third win either beating Chicago or beating Washington one of those two teams they could beat. I hope they beat Chicago. I'll give them the benefit. That would out. just be hilarious. Uh, I just don't think so. I think on, Chicago is light years better. I hope so. By <laughs> I, I would like to see Chicago get a top five pick and get the best receiver in the draft next year. Ohio State guy? Yeah, that's that's I I'm blanking on his name, but that it's, would be the best case scenario. Name. Yeah. Oh, damn hyphen. So yeah, there you have it. We agreed on every first second. We started out the, doing this with no agreement. No, now now we're picking the same records some mm-hmm. weeks and everything. So that'll do it this for this Ooh, week. We we'll, got the West next. Yeah, we'll we'll probably schedule a mock in there between yeah. between West because you know it'll be middle of July. We'll see get an ADP price check on some of these guys. So. Season's coming.
we're getting closer. Follow us on TikTok at the Kneel Down, Twitter at the Kneel Down Pod. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Yep. Thank, I know it's been a long summer. We'll, we're chugging along. Yeah, we'll record a couple more episodes before we go to two a week at least during the season. So stay Have, tuned for more. Yep. Talk to you then.